welcome back to Infinite Quest Podcast, a totally different recording session. Yeah, I definitely than the didn't one just press stop recording and then start again from the last episode. You listened to on Tuesday. Definitely, <laughs> we're wearing different clothes, different things have happened. Uh-huh. How was your Wednesday? Wow, my Wednesday happened. It sure That's probably for sure. did. That time has elapsed. If you get hit by a bus tomorrow, you're going to be so embarrassed. No. I don't want you to get hit by a bus, but... No, there aren't many buses around here, so I think like, it'll be okay. No, there's actually no buses. Yeah, I, that's, that's why. <laughs> you have to I, seek out a bus to get hit by. That was That's what put me over from moving from California. I was like, <laughs> the significantly lack of less chance of getting... <laughs> <laughs> you're like, mm, yes, this mm, yes, seems I still so like less yes. accessible public transportation. Ah, uh, yes, the lack of public <laughs> transportation and the need to pay for gas. That <laughs> oh, God. Sealed... I forgot about how much it sucks paying... I didn't pay for gas for years. I lived in a city. I would just fucking yeah, public transit it everywhere. Sucks, dude. Ugh. Ugh. Um, also, so dear listener, uh, this is a continuation of our uh, last week's or last t- on Tuesday's episode. So if we're just jumping in the middle of a conversation here, so that listen to last week's po- or yesterday's podcast <laughs> titled something interesting, something interesting. Um, but I so I on my Twitch stream today, I ended up telling a long story about cooking. So I've been thinking about my life as a cook um, lately. I was a cook for the last eight years before I started doing this, um, specialized in sourdough pizza. But anyways, I was very seriously in the cooking world in um, in California. Thanks. You're welcome. Is my ear? It is visibly. It is oh, visibly. Gosh, sorry. I have an appointment tomorrow. It's okay. I have an ear infection. I just felt really bad sorry. for you. It just looks really uncomfortable. Katie just handed me a thing at uh, Kleenexes. <laughs> um, but... Uh, Wait, you have an appointment for tomorrow? Yeah. I'm so proud of you for making Thanks. it. Good it's job. It's an hour away. Ew. I'll come with you if you want. You don't have to go. I mean, sure, but I don't you don't have, have to. shit to do. Um, Drive with you. Go on a doctor's adventure. Yeah, a little doctor adventure, you know? Yeah, the most count, fun kind of adventure. Count license plates or something? Yeah, I don't know. where I sit in the parking lot and try and find coffee. The <laughs> yeah. last time I did that with you, I had to like, I like went into a hotel and I hid in a hallway and it was really fun. I felt like a spy. When was that? It was when the first day that you went to therapy when you drove into oh, the city. Oh yeah, that's and right. There's like a hotel and it has like a bunch of like conference center like rooms on the on the second floor. And so I like went up into the conference rooms just like compl- like and just like vibed and it was great. That sounds really nice. It was really fun. That's got like I have a bunch of work to do before finals. Yeah, vibes, it was very you know? it was very much like chilling in the library. But yeah. anyway, you used to be a cook, Eric. <laughs> well, so I used to be a cook and I. So, uh, 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 long-time listeners of the podcast are tired of hearing me give this explanation, but for context, so every, like, a line cook shift, which is what I was, um, the first half of it is prep, so you show up four hours or so before service, however long before service, you prep all your shit, make sure your workstation is fucking, uh, and then the second half is service, where you're actually taking orders and you're doing the stuff. Um, second half of service, I was very, like, I was always just intuitively sort of good at, because it's fast-paced, it's you know, all you have to think about is the next five-ish seconds, you know? Yeah. Um, I mean, you're ultimately, you're thinking about very long-term things, but it's always yeah. just blocks, very small blocks of time, which freaks a lot of people out, but for me, it was perfect. Um, the part I sucked at was the much slower-paced, much more methodical prep session, the first four hours, when you have just a set of tasks that have a certain priority and a certain duration and a certain location in which they need to be done and all that stuff, and you need to organize that time sufficiently so that you're ready for service because if you're not service is gonna fucking suck um so my day had a bunch of small tasks that needed organization however over time i got very pretty good at at the prep section i had to um because i couldn't sort of do it for a lot of people was sort of automatic they just 
lot of people didn't even write like prep lists. They just kind of knew. And it was fascinating to me. Crazy. Oh yeah. There are some like mental superheroes in kitchens. I don't know how they do it. Um, but for me, the, the driving factor of like getting better at the prep section and learning how to make prep lists and all that stuff, um, was made much easier by the fact that ultimately every day I had one and exactly one goal, which was to have a good service. That's it. That was the, that was the goal. Have a good service. Um, get my orders out on time. Don't hurt yourself or anybody else. <laughs> make obviously make the food properly. Um, and, and you know, all that stuff. And if that's the case, if you're fully prepped and you're, you know, it's, it's a joyous experience. It's delight. It's euphoric in a way. Um, cause you're just, it feels effortless almost when you get into the flow of it, you're just producing like excellent food and you're just like, how you sort of float above yourself? Like, how am I fucking doing this? It's amazing. Um, but ultimately it was only that one goal is have a good service in order to do that. You know, that broke into several things. Well, having a good service means being prepped on time for whatever and being, you know, attentive during service. How do you do that? Well, those break into more and more tasks and then it gets more difficult. Um, but so anyways, my, my curiosity, the reason I'm talking about that is my curiosity is why is one, how did I get good at that? Given that it was so counter to my nature to do that first half of service, the prep organizing time in a very precise way. How did I get good at that? And for one, I don't want to say like I got amazing at it. I think I got proficient at it. Yeah. It took me eight years to get proficient <laughs> at it. Um, and I got proficient and then became not proficient several times during that process um, during those eight years, which was fascinating. You know, I would get really good at it and then I would move restaurants or move stations or whatever. And all of a sudden, all those procedures that I had put in place to to get proficient are now I just forgot they existed. Um and so I'm trying to extract as much information about my process there such that I can apply it to this. And I've been singing this song for two years, so um, I better get on it. But I'm trying to figure out what a good day of this looks like. What is my one goal for the day? Yeah. One, not make sure to make content and do this. And What is the one thing? And how do I break that down? I mean, that's that's exactly why I tried like i wanted to reconfigure my calendar that is mm. precisely precisely was my goal was i want to have one goal f per day like one tangible thing but the the problem was that i i literally sat down on my twitch stream and i was like okay i'm gonna do this I'm gonna break this down i'm gonna make a calendar and then i realized there cannot be just one like there can mm. be one like you know super mega ultra goal but it's like the the nature of this work means that i have to have multiple smaller goals you know yeah and and that was so frustrating that was so frustrating because i like i sat down and i was like okay my goal for monday is going to be you know make a tiktok which is such a small goal like in the grand scheme of things but it's like okay but i also really want to start going back to the gym. I also need to make sure that Bailey goes out. I also need to make sure that I check my email. I also need to make sure that I do this, that, and the other thing, you know? And so it's like by the time Twitch stream, you know? And so it was like by the time I got through just the basic sort of like admin of like, when do I eat? When do I pee? Is my dog taken care of? Like, I was like, I'm already so far behind schedule mm. that I'm just like, fuck, 
you know, and it, and I, I feel like the same thing. I mean, I don't want to speak for you, but I feel like the same thing with your prep stationing happened to me with stage management. Mm. Like, in, like, cause it's, it's very similar in a lot of ways where I would prep a show, you know, and my goal is go in, you know, mm. you get to, you get to the theater a couple hours early and you set the props and you check the costumes and you check in with the actors and you make sure everybody has shown up for their shift and, you know, all of that stuff with the goal being to have a good show, mm. to have a good yeah. show, you know? And so like, I got really good at that. I was, a, I was such a good stage manager, but the difference between this work and a stage manager is that the, the, and I think this is the part where like the, the neurodivergency really starts to like shine through was that when you're a stage manager, it's, it's the same every night, you know, it, it's the same as the same props get set in the same location and they're picked up by the same person and the costumes are the same and everything is the same. And so once you have your prep list, once you have that established, you just go down the list as you checklist, 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 and then it's done. Now stuff might go wrong, you know, or like stuff might break or the costume rips or whatever. But like that was where I excelled. That was like my version of service where it was like, you know, I knew that I had, okay, like in this spot, if anything goes wrong, I've got five minutes until the next change or I've got five minutes until the next shift or seven minutes or whatever. And I had all of that broken down in my script. So I always knew, like, do I have time? Do I not have time? When do I pee? Like, where do I eat? When is it snack time? Snack time was always between act two and three of Peter and the Starcatcher. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, so like that kind of thing. And so like, but I don't have, we don't have that anymore. Yeah, we don't have a service it's, or it's, a show. There's, yeah. there's no service. There's no show. And it's just, it's just moving constantly. It's just, you know, cause someday like Thursday, it's seven interviews, seven interviews Jesus. on Thursday. And then, you know, Friday I had like one interview, but I was like, oh, you know? And so, you know, stuff has weight, stuff has more weight and less weight, you know? stuff takes more time and less time. It's not like Hamlet where you know the runtime is two hours and 37 minutes. It's maybe this interview takes an hour. Maybe this interview takes three, you know? And I'm bad at that. I'm realizing just how bad I am at a job where everything is changing all the time because as fast-paced as it is challenging and as pressure-heavy as stage management is, as running the Renaissance Festival is, what was changing there on the day-to-day -day was like the emergencies, the problem solving. It wasn't the foundational core of the job. Mm. And I think I just had a podcast breakthrough <laughs> like in this moment. <laughs> but yeah, and so like I think that's one of the reasons why I've really been struggling is just because I'm just like, I don't know, I don't fucking know. What's yeah. going to be today? Who knows? Maybe PBS will call, you know? Yeah. So that's the thing that happens now. <laughs> Casual. I think I, 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 I know I qualify too much, but just to qualify, I, it, you know, before I say what I'm going to say, I just want to, I never, uh, this isn't to imply that I have the answers or am holier than anyone else or anything like that. Um, but I think the reason the, you know, t taking like just prep before service, the reason I was at all capable of, of managing that um, was because I was able, ultimately, I didn't know this at the time, but sort of in retrospect, I was turning many goals into one goal. Yeah. So, you know, I had to blanch the bloppity blup and peel the whatevers 
Um, but ultimately, my goal was to complete the prep list. Yeah. That was it. I only had to do one thing, which was complete the prep list. That was composed of many things, but the goal was just that one, complete the prep list. So perhaps like, you know, what is your one goal for the day? I think the goal should be general and consolidated. So like the goal is not make a this and complete that email. It's, fit, you know, finish the list. One goal, finish the list. What's on the list, <laughs> but <laughs> but the one goal is finish the list. Um, and, you know, and, and I think that, I mean, and I've done that before with this job, but um, I think anytime we can consolidate many tasks into one, because most people do that automatically. Um, most people, I made a video a long time That's ago. Apparently, apparently it is. But I made a video uh, a while ago now um, about Romanesco as an analogy. So yeah. Romanesco is a type of, um, well, technically Romanesco is, um, oh my God. Uh, um, Oloracea, Brassica Oloracea, I think, is the name, is the technical name for the plant. But it's a bunch of different, like kale, collard greens, cabbage, uh, Brussels sprouts, all of those are technically the exact same plant. They have the same DNA. Um, it's a plant called Brassica oleracea. I swear to God, look it up. Um, it's just we've selectively bred them for a long time till so that now they produce this very different results, these different strains of it. <laughs> but ultimately, it is exactly the same plant. It's pretty crazy, right? Brassica oleracea, I promise. Look it up. I really thought you were about to describe an art technique. Like, we've been watching so much pottery. Oh, and I was like, ah, yes, Brassicola, where they coat the bowl in metal and yeah. scrape it away. I don't know. I was like, I just, like, made up a whole thing in my head about what you were going to talk about. And then you complete, and then you started talking about Brussels sprouts. Whoa. And I was like, what? Well, we, we just got a mini pottery wheel, so maybe we'll invent some shit tonight. Yes! Sounds like a Monday and a half right there. Um, But anyway, so Romanesco is this type of that um it is kind of like cauliflower uh but basically what it looks like is it's fractal so a fractal is a thing that branches off into smaller things that branches off into smaller things so on so on infinitely yes um what about the movie frozen is that from frozen what no there's there's a part in Fro have i ever told you my fractals rant no, but so there's this part. I'm sorry, this is so stupid. No, please, please, please. There's please. this part in "Let It Go" with like the classic song "Let It Go," where she's like singing about whatever, and then she's like, "Santa spiraling and frozen fractals all around," and it's like this really weird moment. And so I always just like, and it doesn't really go with the rest of the song, like it's in the bridge. Um, and so I always pictured this like thing where like the songwriters were sitting around and then somebody was like, Hey, Jerry, I'll give you 25 bucks if you can fit fractals into the song. <laughs> uh, and then Jerry's like bet. And then, so that's why that line is in the song, that but can. that is why I know what a fractal is because I was like, that's such a weird fucking word to put into <laughs> a song sung by a Disney princess. And then I was like, Oh, fract like, because it's like, she's like shattering the ice and it's like, okay, that's cool. But yeah, it was sorry anyway. very cool no it's funny i, I was trying to <laughs> such a weird digression i was trying to fit the word poggers into my brother's uh i'm glad uh, you didn't ceremony. i'm glad i did i you really did such a good it. job after meeting all the people that were there i was like oh it might work you should have just quoted fortnite yeah probably just like a lot of fortnite quotes but you did a very good you... for everybody wondering at home how eric did officiating his brother's wedding thank you eric did 
the best job. Thanks, and Eric. he's now ordained, so Eric can host I your am. wedding. He can or he can marry you. Yeah, it's funny. My my Legally. sister, my now sister in law, was like, you know, Eric, you better be careful what you say around people. You might like accidentally marry some people. Like, you might in line I think there's at the like store, a sign. like accidentally. You got to sign something. I'm you pretty do, sure. But you know, well, as oh, yeah. far as God is concerned, no. Like if I, well, pretty crazy, right? <laughs> Um, Scott's like, yeah, nah, they're cool. No, uh, well, he said it. That's they said the things. That's it. That's the words. Uh, <laughs> um, but anyways, for one, interesting fractal rant. Sorry. Anyway, <laughs> it sort of let's reminds me of like um Slumdog Millionaire. How like everything he like all the answers he had like a story about why he knew it. Like that's your fractal answer. That's, <laughs> like, fractal. that's why I know. Um, but so anyways, I was using a Romanesco or uh, as, as an analogy where tasks are fractal. Every task is composed of smaller tasks, which is in turn composed of smaller tasks. So on, like pretty, I mean, you could argue infinitely down to like specific muscle movements. Like, um, I mean, ask somebody who's had like, you know, uh, traumatic brain damage, like, yeah, tasks are individual muscle movements. <laughs> um, but, uh, apparently, um, people without ADHD, their like base level of task is like doing the dishes. That's like a task and unloading the dishwasher is like a task. That makes, I physically cannot comprehend yeah, that. For me, that is absolutely not the like, case. I, it's I, I hundreds can't. of tasks. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, one, it's getting out of your chair. Task yeah, number one. Task number one. Standing up. Cool. Going downstairs. Uh, you know, are you going to wear gloves? Do you have gloves? Yeah, wait, we totally bought gloves. All right, now the task is remembering where you put the gloves. <laughs> wait, but I'm not actually sure if we did buy gloves. Task number three, trying to find the receipt from the store that you need to see if you bought gloves. And there are infinite amounts of ways to spiral away from the original task between all those smaller tasks. Um, so yeah, tasks are fractal. Most people can sort of group tasks in a bunch, you know, all these tasks together is one task called doing the dishes. For us, that's not the case. I literally just posted a TikTok about this. Did you really? Like two hours ago, yeah. Did you really? Yeah. Oh, I, I might, reposted my post-it note one. I might do one too. I'm, a, I'm I've been doing this for long enough now where I have to start repeating myself and it yeah. feels weird. But like, yeah, it you does. Know. It feels weird. But I've been I've been reposting because it have you helpful. Yeah. All right, dude. It's good. I mean, I already worked really hard to say it exactly how I wanted to say it two years ago. Right. I could re-record the video, but it already exists. So <laughs> um but anyways, so I think we have to do that manually. Yeah. We have to take those that group of small tasks and manually in our heads or on paper turn it into one task. Yeah. Um, where like I, I this is one of the things like I working in kitchens for me was as much like an existential exercise for me as it was um, a study in just other people and how other people operate. For a lot of people, it was fucking incredible. Like I incredible. I mean that literally like I well, I do believe it, but like, it's really hard for me to believe, um, that some people could just do stuff. I don't know. They could just do stuff. Like they would go to the walk-in and just grab the stuff that they needed. They just knew and would go back to their station and they would like process the vegetables from left to right. And then it was done, which is where I, I eventually ended up doing that, but I had to do it manually. I had to manually go, okay, what do I need? These things like, which seem is so intuitive apparently to some people, but for us, we have to do it manually. So anyways, I think it helps me to remember that, um, or at least it makes me feel better to remember that, that it's not our fault that we have to do that. We don't intuitively do these things, but we can do it manually. We have that agency and it's frustrating and it's fucking hard. But anytime we can turn all those little fractals of, I have to do a million tiny things. Anytime we can turn that into one thing or less things is good. Lists help. That's also such a good explainer about like, 
exhausting to be like this all the time. <laughs> no, because you're just constantly running. Like you're you you're constantly have to do everything manually. Yeah. Like every single time I take a shower, I have to remember to wash my face. I have to remember to wash my hair. Then I have to second guess whether or not did I put in conditioner? Yeah. Did I rinse out the condition? I always forget to rinse out yeah, the conditioner. Every time I take a shower, I have to remember that that's what I was doing by the time yeah. I get there. Like, I'm just like, all like, right, you know, like, and it's that kind of thing where it's just like, but it's like constantly, it's like you have to run your entire life on manual. So it's like on, you know, it's like, oh my God, like, I have to like get up and eat breakfast and walk my dog. Like, oh, your life is so hard. And it's like, no, but like within that are like, 48 separate tasks that yeah. usually begin with Bailey took one of my shoes in the night <laughs> and now I have to wander all over the house looking for the shoe in order to take her outside and whether or not we even get outside because by the time that I get up to my office to find my shoe like oh shit I guess I'm here I could check my email and then I just and, and those tasks have margins fractals yeah those tasks have margins in which you can get lost and like if you're to think of each task as having like there's a period between one task and another one where you have to transition a transitional period. Yeah. Like as you divide those tasks into their constituent parts, eventually it starts to look like all margins Yeah. and it's all opportunities to get lost. Um, which is, I think what I struggle with the most. I'm called dibs on that. I'm going to make a TikTok about it. Uh, I'm also going to make it. Okay. Mine's going to be better than yours. Cause I'm going to, I already know what I'm going to use as an example. Oh, cool. I'm going to use visual metaphors. So, Oh, I was going to use a visual metaphor. Wow. Oh, well, I haven't talked about this on the podcast, but I discovered that I may well be, um, uh, have hyperphasia. Fuck off. Where my brain compulsively thinks of things visually. Eat a dick. Which I don't know, is pretty cool. Yeah. What's that like? That must be nice. It is pretty nice. <laughs> I, you know, I got real sad last night thinking Why? about something that I didn't bring up at the time. But I, I like I want to I want to like open a discussion about this. So please okay. do email us at ask at infinitequestpodcast.com. Okay. okay. But like I like art a lot, like visual art. Yes. I like it. Yes. Um and I can picture it. Like I can picture the Mona Lisa right now. I can picture Mayonnaise Olympia. I can picture whatever. Like right. I, I've seen I can picture it. Right. So the vast majority, the overwhelming majority of the times that I have quote unquote seen the Mona Lisa has been in my own head. Okay. Whereas a person with aphantasia can only see the Mona Lisa if they have access to it and can look at it. Which, yeah. Which is kind of makes me sad. Well, it's like why I like Bailey so much is because I, I always forget what Bailey looks like. And then I come and home look, and I go, oh my true. God, my dog is so cute. Yeah. I'm pleasantly true. surprised by my dog every time I see my dog because I can't remember what she looks like. And then there she is. That's, and there she that's is. True. Huh. I like, I like, she's a very cute dog. Shockingly. Shockingly she cute. Isn't. But I like I can't like like I'm aware that she's cute. Like I know that like as information. But it's also weird because I think if you were like sketch the Mona Lisa, I was like, no, I couldn't do that. But I think like if I'm if I'm like trying to picture the Mona Lisa, I'm like, I'm like trying legitimately. And like I can like it's sort of like It's sort of like if you like if you made it into like a 3D model, but then you exploded it, but it was only in black and white and it was all in like like relief layers, you know, mm. so you're like putting the the so you're going like layer by layer by oh, layer. Like an MRI. So it's like I can yeah. So it's like so I can like think about like like I have an awareness of what the Mona Lisa looks like. Like that is just like information. I can't conjure like a Mona Lisa in my head. But I can go, okay, I know that she's, you know, sitting like this because I know that is information. I know that she's like doesn't have eyebrows. I know that she's got like, 
uh fuck off like you know i know that the the, <laughs> the record that's not how she's holding well it, i watched so, i watched uh, like a documentary one time about how like the 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 land behind her oh, is yeah. like off kilter a little oh. bit and so like you know i know that as a fact because i heard it in a documentary on so then i like kind of put that there and then it's like okay i know that she has like a weird forehead and so i put like got like mm. the you know what i mean but it's like i can't picture the whole thing mm. i just know the facts like i know empirical facts about the mona lisa that inform like but i can't just be like ah yes the mona lisa in my head mm. it's weird i was talking to um pep a member of the questcraft server yeah. uh this was a while ago now um but we were having a he's in different time zones so sometimes when i can't sleep it'll be three in the morning and he's like what's up you know um but we were talking about a bunch of stuff and um we're talking about aphantasia and something that confused me and, and con con will continue to confuse me the rest of my life. There's no way around it. Um, but is also deeply heartening and, and joyful and beautiful. Um, is that we're talking about poetry and I like poetry because it evokes imagery. Um, it fundamentally, like when it, when, when, you know, homeboys describing the grass or whatever, like I can see it as they're describing it, it builds an image in my head, which is the way that I experience stuff um and i kept thinking like um people with aphantasia don't do that you don't do that but you also have a profound and deep appreciation i mean easily profounder and deeper than mine obviously you know you studied it for years and you two masters degrees and all that. <laughs> like all without being able to picture it which means for one that was like oh what like, that's like almost a scary thought to me like whoa but then also that means that there are ways of experiencing beauty and passion and, and the intimacy of life in ways that are fundamentally inconceivable to me. Like as, as, as infinite as my own inner world is, there are other infinite inner worlds that are completely unlike mine that I thought, I mean, I, 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 I didn't realize this until we talked until Pep and I talked about it, but I, for whatever reason, just took for granted that, being able to visualize stuff was a was a necessary prerequisite for enjoying literature, <laughs> which obviously obviously it's not. I but I had never addressed that thought until. But obviously, clearly and obviously, it's not. So there are ways of appreciating art in a deeper way, perhaps, than I do, that are completely unlike the way that I appreciate art, which is fucking amazing. Cool. And I'll never understand it because I will only ever be one person. That's I right. can just only hope that I have lovely and intimate relationships with other people sufficient to hopefully get a glimpse of it. I feel like I have to figure out how to explain how I experience poetry for like next podcast. I'll report back. I'll think about it. I'll report back. <laughs> cool. <laughs> um, oh, look at that. Yeah, it's time. Is it time? It's time. Is it well, for real time? It is. Um, everybody, thank you so much for being here. Um, we've been infinite quest. Um, uh, apologies for how long it's taken to get the last two episodes of the first season of ADHD and D out. There's uh, issues. Well, it's fascinating issues that I won't get into, but basically our uh, mic cables are very long because we had a lot of mic cables and the computer was far away and it picked up radio signals. Um, so throughout the entirety of the last two hours of recording, you can just hear the radio in the background. Um, <laughs> That's and so silly. There are ways around it. You can fix it. I've had kind of that problem before but it wasn't as widespread so i'm just trying to basically the end product is going to be less good than i want it to be and i'm just sort of like coming to accept that um 
So anyways, apologies. Thank you so much for your patience. I really appreciate it. Um, if you like the podcast and would like to help support us, please do consider becoming a member of our Patreon, patreon.com slash infinite quest. There are all sorts of tiers and whatnot, um, but the only reason we're able to do this is because of listener support like yours. Um, nice. So please do consider joining. Next episode, we will just hear that hallway boof. That was a loud hallway boof. That was a loud Bailey. hallway boof. I think somebody outside. <laughs> Um, but next episode we will catch up on the Patreon song. Yeah. If you don't know what the Patreon song is, buckle in because it's the best thing. <laughs> um, but otherwise you can find us on all sorts of social medias if you would like to listen to us. Billy's so mad that we've been <laughs> out here like, for guys. so long. Um, we have YouTube channels, we have Twitch channels, we have TikToks, we have Twitters, we have Instagrams, and we would love for you to join us on all of them. Um, I have been dropping more <gasps> a barking dog. Wow, podcast um, dogs. Podcast dog. Um, I've been dropping more uh, D&D content on YouTube and also some more sex ed content, especially specifically related to neurodivergency. Um, and we're really excited to do more not TikTok. So indeed, come I, on down. And uh, I'm I've, I've sort of revamped my Twitch stream to be more crafting oriented. Um, don't worry, we still chat the entire time, but I'm generally tinkering. So if you'd like to see my uh, chaotic crafting streams, I stream every weekday at 1230 Eastern at twitch.tv slash Come on by for chaotic crafting and classical music. It's uh, it's a really great time. But until then, remember to eat a snack. Remember to drink some water. Remember to take your meds. Remember to be kind to yourself. Remember to be kind to others. And remember <sighs> that, we, that love we love you. you. Nailed it. Okay, <laughs> bye everybody. See you next week. For real. For real, see you next week. Okay, bye. Mm -hmm.